0: Hi, everybody. I'm Ashley Bain, the Business Development Manager here at the Greater Oshawa Chamber of Commerce. And I'm Emma Kasha, the Communications and Marketing Coordinator at the Greater Oshawa Chamber of Commerce. And together we are ChamberPod. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of ChamberPod. We're here today with Lisa and Kelly from McCam Insurance. Good morning. Good
1: morning. Good morning. Happy to
0: be here. We're happy to have you virtually, as is becoming the new normal. I don't know if we're ever going to do in person again for this podcast. Uh, I am going to say, I feel like, Emma, we don't have to say virtually anymore. Like, people, <laughs> just assume. It's just a given. Yeah, on our favorite platform, Zoom. How has... COVID-19 affected your business specifically? Because I know that a lot of small businesses we talk to we get a very similar response of you know, working from home, scaling back that kind of thing. But I know for insurance it's uh, it's been a bit of a challenge for brokers to find a way to navigate COVID-19 to provide insurance as well as you know what you do in an office day to day. So can you tell us a little bit about how that's affected you?
1: Um <laughs> I've, I haven't found it, I haven't found it too difficult actually um, you know a lot of people are just using email um, I've had a, a lot of appointments downstairs in the parking lot to get application signed if if you know they they don't have access to email to get signatures and, and that sort of thing but um, you know we've opened up to um, it used to be, nine to five, and we're no longer nine to five. Now I'm replying to emails on my phone that clients send at eight o'clock at night or on a Saturday or a Sunday, and it's actually opened up our access, I think, um, to our clients a little bit better than we've always been very, you know, insurance is nine to five, Monday to Friday, and that's just not the case anymore, which is beneficial to our clients and ultimately us as well.
0: So are you still working out of the office? I am.
2: Yeah, that that was that we did early on, um, you know, was uh, sort of separated the office. We had a number of people still working in the office and uh, a number of people working from home. So that way, if, you know, somebody did happen to come down with something, you know, the the whole office wasn't in jeopardy, Um, you know, just from a a, a mitigation standpoint, you know, so that we could keep operations going. But, yeah, we we went to a cloud-based operation a few years ago, which is, you know, um, enabled you know, pretty much anybody in the office to work remotely if they wanted to. Um, And, uh, you know, I'm sure most of the businesses that have been forced to work from home, you know, have found solutions that way as well. Um, It is definitely a different environment, though. Um, I'm typically, you know, very social, so I like the face-to-face interaction with clients. um, And that's not happening anymore, and I don't think it'll ever go back to the way it was. Uh, You know, just because I think, you know, people have found that, doing it you know through email or you know over the phone or texting um, saves them a lot of time right you're not having to take an hour hour and a half out of their day to deal with their insurance or whatever they can do it over the phone in in 10-15 minutes right
1: but that is a good segue um speaking about working from home and more people working from home um to talk about our cyber so definitely cyber, is, cyber insurance is important and up and coming and, and something um, we're definitely dealing with. You know, it, it's not just you using your laptop. Sometimes, you know, the kids are using the laptop and, you know, they've clicked on something they shouldn't. And next thing you know, you're being held for ransom. And, and that's a huge new product that people really need to look into for sure.
0: How, how does that work exactly? So
1: we, we even get them here like i i got an email from a client it was my it was a um a business client it was his work email um asking for a favor so he got hacked but once they they get in there and they read your pattern and who you, next thing you know well a couple things um you know they're in your system next thing you know you're locked out you know there's ransom money to pay and or they get into your client's information um there's a lot of a lot of cost involved for that
2: yeah, I did a little search this morning on that, actually. And there was last week, there was, uh, Lakehead University got, got hacked. Um, so all their online resources were, were locked down. Um, so you know, there's no emails uh, being permitted. Um, the online learning portals for the students were all locked out. So they, in fact, have bumped their return back from Reading Week until the end of the month. Uh, Or sorry, I think it begins this week, so they were supposed to go back last week. Um, So there's a whole week of, you know, the university was shut down because of this this cyber attack. Um, And down in Florida, they had their water plant infiltrated, another cyber attack there, where they got, and this is the crazy thing, and a lot of small businesses, I think, you know, might be operating on older software. Um, And this was one of the things that happened with the Florida attack, was that they... The government of Florida has was using Windows 7 for their their for their operating software. Um, Windows 7 hasn't been supported by Microsoft for I think a couple of years now, so they're not getting any security updates. They didn't have a firewall, and they had the same password that was being used by all their employees to for remote access to the system. One password was used by everybody. So. <laughs> They got the the yeah the so Florida water supply got hacked into, um, and somebody was trying to raise uh, the treatment chemical levels uh, or they did actually, but there was a manager on duty at the time. He saw the the attack happening and he was able to shut it down. Um, but if he hadn't been there, um, you know they might not have noticed it, and uh, yeah, who knows what would have happened, right? So. Mm-hmm. That's one of the key things is that if you got old um, operating systems like Windows seven, you need to upgrade if you're a small business. You know, I know it's a it's a it's an investment that some people might not want to make, but you know, the like Lisa said, you know, these attacks that, that mm-hmm. kind of happen now, they don't go after the big guys, they go after the little guys because they know they can get a quick payout because the small guys can't, you know, be out of business for three months. They need to be up and ready right away. So a lot of times they'll they'll pay a small ransom just to get their systems back, get access to their system, get their client um, info again, right? So, um, yeah, the cyber insurance is, is, is something that we're really starting to push because, you know, everybody is kind of working differently now, um, and people, you know, might be taking computers from work home or they might be using their own and, and might not have adequate protections. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Like some of the, the like the email one that Lisa used, they have, um, so what they'll do is they'll, They'll disguise your email. So they use, like, for example, your boss's name, right? Um, but then the last part of the email be, might be slightly different because they've created a different email address. So you're used to seeing your boss's name all the time, right? You just, yeah, you reply back to it. Well, now they're in your system.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: what they'll do sometimes is they'll just sit back in the background and they won't do anything for months and months and months. They'll just monitor how your organization works. And then all of a sudden, you know, on a Friday afternoon, uh, an email will go to Lori in. Uh, in accounts, counting. You know, and it'll be, you know, um, Mr. John Smith, the, the president of the company. Yeah, sorry, Laurie. I, you know, um, I can't get it to the phone right now. I need you to send payment to um, ABC Company, right? And it's a legitimate company that they've been dealing with, but they give them a false link, you know, to send the payment to, and and that's how they get you, right? You know, they get you that way, you know, quickly, and, and they're patient. They'll sit there and wait for months and months and months, and just track and see how you operate his email
1: it was his exact work email yeah exact email
2: and it's and that one there it sounds like they got access to the system and they were just you know they were it's what they call um like i think it's a middleman setup where they'll mm-hmm. so he'll intercept the emails that are coming back and forth from the company and they'll now do them but it, it it looks legit fully legit there's there's so many creative ways that these guys are doing this stuff now that uh yeah, you know, and, and that's a great thing, like the company that we've kind of partnered up with this stuff on, you know, they, they're a cyber company, they know all about this and they decided to to branch out into insurance because they saw, uh, you know, obviously an opportunity there. Um, but they have the ability to to do an assessment of your operations, right? And
0: it's
2: free? It's free. Mm-hmm. So when you get a policy with them, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll do, they might, eat, with your permission, they would probably even do a quick scan just to see if there's any vulnerabilities you know to to and then say hey, you know this is where a weakness is you need to beef this up here's insurance coverages that we can get you to to cover for those things and the other big scary thing is that um if you're a, not necessarily a small business but a medium to a larger business and you've got a big client list that has you know personal data um and you get hacked and you know they they you know hit you with ransomware for that information back if you get sued, the courts can then say, you know what, all those people that had information hacked, you now have to provide them with a year of credit monitoring, and you have to pay for it, right? So, and that's a huge cost that comes to, so if you've got, you know, a client list of tens of thousands of people, um, or even, you know, a few thousand people, and you're having to pay credit uh, reports for those people for a year or two years, because the court said so, it's a lot of money, and a medium-sized business might not be able to absorb that, right? So, you know, yeah, some sure. of these packages that you can get with the, with the cyber stuff will we'll provide you with coverage for that.
1: We are talking to Nancy and we're going to figure out um, kind of a presentation on that.
0: Cool. Um, yeah, well, um, aside from the cyber insurance, is there another type of insurance or another issue you're seeing pop up during the COVID-19 pandemic that maybe wasn't necessarily there before?
2: Well, I, like, what I've been hearing, and I don't know if Lisa could speak to this too, is that surprisingly, the companies are telling us that property damage claims have increased in the last year. Auto claims are down. Um, like the number, the frequency of claims are down, which makes sense because less people are driving. But they've seen an increase in property damage claims, which is surprising because more people are at home, right? Um, you know, but... I because maybe more people at home, more things are happening at home that never really wouldn't have happened quite as frequently. Um so that, that's kind of a bizarre twist from the COVID, you know, impact. But um from an operation standpoint I think it's pretty much been, you know, rolling along. People have reduced coverages on you know, the toys maybe, like, you know, they might not you know, because they you know, they're not they don't have the the revenue like they did. Um so income like they did, so they've had to meet cutbacks. So they've reduced coverages on, on certain things.
1: That's about it, really. Yeah. Um, one other thing, um, too, that's kind of exciting is, is we have a different branch, Marquee Insurance, which is a, a division of McCam. So we are now doing um, you know, movie productions, commercials, documentaries. Um, that's really taken off and, and exciting for us, for sure.
0: Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um, those are all my questions. Ashley, do you have anything you want to ask? I mean, I'll just ask Emma's favorite question: is if there's
1: anything that you guys want to add, if there's anything that is important that we've missed or that you want
2: to touch on. I wait for I wait for the veteran to to lead with this one. <laughs> no, no. You go ahead, Kyle. You go ahead. No, I just think like it, I mean it is kind of, one of the, the key or, or not key things, but I think it, it is important right now because. A lot of families have been impacted dramatically by, you know, by what's happened with the pandemic, you know, either through job loss or, or medical situations, um, and you know they they might not have the income that they had. Um, it's always a great idea to call, you know, your insurance agent, broker, whoever you deal with, and just have a discussion with them and see if there's something that can be done in regards to your policies, you know, the coverages that you have that that might help either you know reduce your premiums um or you know there might be other alternative solutions to help you you know if there is a bit of a crunch in the household
1: and that's why we always say i mean i mean I know we're biased but you know you deal with a, a 1-800 number or or you deal with with a broker mccam <laughs> say <laughs> um you know we, we know our clients and we're familiar with um you know their situation and you know what maybe you don't need this or maybe you don't need you know you're both working at home you don't need the car rental anymore it can save you a little bit of money there or you know lowering the commute or you know just have that conversation and touch base with our clients probably a lot more than we ever have before which is uh, always a good thing for sure
2: yeah i was joking last year i said when when it first happened um working harder than you have you know in well for me, probably working harder than ever to actually make less money because you're, you know, you're <laughs> reducing, you know, people's premiums, right? So, um, yeah, working harder to make less is kind of a, a unique situation, I guess, for, for me. But, um, but it's important, right? You know, people need help. Uh, you know, and we have no problems helping people out when we can. Well, that's well,
1: awesome, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. So, and, service, yeah, so uh, until next time, I'm Ashley Bain.
0: I'm Emma Kasha. I'm Lisa McKnight,
2: McCam Insurance. And I'm Kelly Desjardins, McCam Insurance. And this,
0: and this is, is Chamber, Chamber Pod. Pod.